0: Oh, my, my, my. Good afternoon, everybody. I almost made the biggest mistake of my life right here. I almost started the show without recording the show. I started, <laughs> and it was like, I looked down, and I was like, oh, I got everything set up. Oh, yeah, I'm playing old Bulldog. I'm playing all together now. I'm playing weird Beatles songs or random other type music like Disney music or something to start out the show while showing you pictures of Jack Nicholson bashing his axe against the wall over and over again on a GIF. Because what else do you want to see visually? You don't want to look at me. You don't want to look at this face. You can see plenty out of podcasts when you look at someone's face. The theater of the mind is sorely mistaken. Missing. Not mistaking. It's not mistaking. It's missing. Ugh. Well, everybody, welcome to this week's Issues Program. We are recording, and I'm happy about that. I'm also happy that I have with me today from B3Crew.com, the Boston Bass Brigade, the, and the Land of Ash, my fellow Land of Ash member, the one and only... Evan King, baby duck. Welcome to the show, Evan.
1: Great to be on, as always, dude. No, thank
0: you. It's good. We, I wanted to get Evan on here because one of the big stories that we're talking about today is going to be this Microsoft reversal of action, this record scratch that they did and went backwards, which is something I kind of subtly predicted, but we're going to get into that later. We have more important news. As we know, there's been some sad news in, in the world today that definitely affects me directly, um, some local news, but, but before we go any further, before we go any further in the show, we need to get to something really important. That's right, kitty cats, kitty cats in the world, no, the most important story of the day that brian cranston was a power ranger villain no no not that but but that is important that's super important that we're going to get to what the hell with brian cranston though uh king found this story at the very beginning what the hell with brian cranston all the crap he used to do i I was talking to somebody the other day that didn't realize that brian cranston was on seinfeld as the uh, dentist that wanted to switch races so he can make jokes about both uh about jews and catholics Yep, and um, and Brian Cranston, I mean, he's in a lot of really cheesy bad roles. I, as much as I love him on Breaking Bad, and I think it's one of his greatest acting acting. Exper- I think it's one of the greatest acting experiences ever on television or performances, not experiences and i re and i really do like Malcolm in the middle from the parents' perspective my problem mm-hmm. my problem with Malcolm in the middle was more about uh not liking Frankie Munez over there not liking malcolm it, I, I liked every- i liked everybody else in that on, in the family except for uh except for malcolm and uh but Brian Cranston definitely has done some shit. Uh we don't need to look any far any farther or any further than 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 the total recall remake a couple of years ago or last oh, year. Oh god, that was just horrible. That was horrible. I mean not that he would necessarily – and what's what's more horrible about that, what's the most horrible about that, what's the, the, the horriblest about that, is that Brian Cranston probably could be a, a good actor if he's pushed in the right direction. It seems –
1: Yeah. Did you ever see him in Drive? That, yeah. He oh, was spectacular spe, in that film.
0: Absolutely amazing in that movie. And obviously, whoever him working on Breaking Bad, whoever's working with him, get great performances out of him as well. But I think he does have a – He's one of those actors that if you give him too much room, he's probably going to add a little bit too much goofiness to it or a little bit. I think him by by nature, he's kind of a goofy guy. I think he like this is just the vibe I get is he's a little bit more like his character from Malcolm in the middle than he is like his character from Drive or Breaking Bad. That's more that's more who Brian Cranston is. He's a like kind of like a goofy, smiley guy. But no, no, not the Power Ranger thing. The most important piece of news. That, when I was scanning for news stories today, because of yesterday, I apologize. Anyone that was looking for the new issues uh, live show yesterday, I was having some internet problems, and I've been having them here and there. So, so I apologize for any disconnections in the in the. Past weeks, so so I'm do, so I'm switching it over here to Friday today, which occasionally over the summer I will be doing some shows on Friday mornings and afternoons, and uh, because of uh, time and work issues, so so always always between Thursday and Friday you'll get your issues fixed. But when I was looking this morning for news stories, I saw, like I said, the most important news story of them all. I mean, is there another one important? Kanye West. And the Cardassians over there, Gul Dukat, um, and uh, Garrick from Deep Space Nine. Their daughter, the, the, uh, Zial, uh, one of the Cardassians, apparently apparently has found a way to remove her ridges ridges in her uh, serpent like thing, and, and directed all that attention to her ass. I guess I don't know much about this Cardassian. Um, I mean, King, you and I have been friends for a while. You've been listening to my show, and and uh, you've been a part of the show. And and, and on occasion, I know that that I. I differences between ours, uh, you know, our, our different broadcasts, I bring in some salacious, some of this uh, tabloid nonsense. But I will say, I was out of all this tabloid nonsense, I've never given a crap about the Cardassians. I don't give a shit about them. I don't see why they're famous. I understand the whole OJ connection and the Bruce Jenner connection. But for, to me, you need to, I don't mind crazy tabloid stories, but you have to have contributed something to the, to the world to do yeah, it. she does jack shit. She does jack shit. I mean, say what you want about like, you know, reading stories about Lindsay Lohan or or some of these other starlets that have actually created music or or done something. I don't I'm not a big Lady Gaga or or Katy Perry fan or whatever, all that stuff, but at least they contribute to the to the world of music and art somewhere. You know, I'm like this this piece of crap that contributes to nothing. And I don't want to get into a whole Kanye bashing or Kanye love here because I know I know you, you probably appreciate Kanye a little bit more than I do from a musical yeah, sense. From a musical I sense. I
1: have all of his albums, so... Yeah.
0: No, no, so we're I, not... I don't want to get into all that because, because I think... I think, yeah, you can argue about things, and we could have a reasonable discussion about the merits of his music against, you know, what I consider great hip. We, I mean, we we've, we've discussed this before. We we talked a lot about this on our trip to Anime Boston about, mu- about music and about what we both like and dislike about music, and uh, part of that was was. Uh, Oh, you getting helping me get into what currently is my favorite band and the band I'm passing out CDs to people right now to try to get them into, Electric Eel Shock, because you listen to yeah. what you know I love about music, and you're like, oh, okay, that's what you love. Okay, I'll, I'll find a Japanese band you'll like. Here you go. You found it in one night. You're like, there you go. You know, I, <laughs> I, I know Kanye West has talent in what he does. It's just, I'm a... I'm a I'm a child of 90s or, or my first love comes from 90s hip hop. And just like those old fogies in uh, the 70s that can't get past Zeppelin and the stones and all that stuff and says nothing's going to beat that. It's hard for me to get past Tupac and uh, Biggie and the Wu-Tang Clan and and even before that, like Naughty by Nature, like, things like that. It's tough for me to really connect with a lot of more modern day uh, hip hop people. And and it's. And, of course, I'm also a little bit of a victim of the, I call it the South Park curse. When you hear about something on South Park before you're really, really, uh, really, uh, really exposed to it. And my first interactions with, uh, with Kanye West was uh, the Gay Fish song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got to... Did, some... have...
1: oh. Did you happen to see the, uh, the, the anime music video that you have the Gay Fish? Yes. Oh, yes, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Oh, before we get to this Kanye news, I need to make one other announcement that I just got uh, final confirmation on. And I posted something about it on Facebook too, but I am settling one uh, one of my bucket list things, so to speak. I am getting to see two of my favorite performers of all time on September 8th at Great Woods. Yeah, I'm calling it Great Woods. Fuck you, whatever the hell you're called now. Comcast Center. Screw that. It's Great Woods because I have fond memories of Great Woods. Comcast Center just reminds me of people taking away my beer. But I am going to see Dave Chappelle in the Flight of the Concords at the Oddball Festival. It is. Oh, dude! You should have let me know, man. I would have wanted to join you, dude. This was a this was a last this was a last minute thing. I heard about it towards towards the last couple of days, and I didn't pers- I didn't personally purchase tickets for myself. Someone else got them for me, so it was one of those things where I was sort of the tag along person. Ah, uh, okay. And there might there might still be lawn seats. A lot of people did flock to it. I did get we did get some pavilion seats. So uh, th- this show sounds really awesome. This sounds like one of the type of things that I would absolutely love to perform at one day. It's got a lot of circus sideshow type things and, and a lot of uh, weird a weird side stage. Also for people that I'm gonna mess her up her name, but her name's like Christian Schall or something. The girl that Kristen Shaw. Yes, yeah, she she will be there. She's performing there, which I'm extremely excited about too. She's one of my favorite character comedy tv actresses and her stand-up is incredibly funny and but really when it comes down to it the highlight of it for me is to get to see flight of the concords live and dave Chappelle's no uh no minor thing either getting to see dave chapelle perform stand-up uh live and i haven't seen a lot of excuse me why I drink a water <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of big professional stand-up comedians live. The only one that I've seen in recent memory is um, is Louis C.K. and and that that was freaking incredible. But uh, but I've always wanted to see Dave Chappelle, Robin Williams, uh, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy if he ever comes back, those type of people uh, performing live stand-up. So I, I had to interject that the final word. I'm going to this Oddball Festival. I encourage anybody that. That is into sort of curiosity and circusy type vibes. to look into getting uh, lawn tickets for this because it is a big, it's one of those big festival shows. So there's going to be a lot of walking around, a lot of booths and tents and stuff. And if not, I am going to definitely bring my camera. And this will be, and I'll put together a little video for the Issues Program website and uh, and review the show and as well. So so look forward to that. Speaking of, I know, I know, this isn't something I talked to you about in the pre-show. So but I like to just throw crap out of there that goes in my mind. Have you had a chance to hear any of the new Black Sabbath yet?
1: No, no, not yet. I really want to, but you know, it's like it's like what you were saying about the whole purist thing. Do I want to hear something from a band that we've grown up to love and then wind up being total crap? Yeah, or I know. Is it is it gonna be really great?
0: I know. I've I hate to say it from a, from a few people whose musical perspective I very much respect. Um, a couple guys from the the awesome band Planetoid, and a couple and a gentleman from my own band as well, and. And I've heard from a lot of people that the, that it is not great. I've These are the things I've heard about. I've heard that it's mixed a little quiet, that it doesn't quite have the edge that it could have had if it was maybe mixed a little hotter. I heard the music is very good, but that there's uh, the, it's a little lacking in the Aussie department, that Aussie's lyrics are a little cheesy and the vocals aren't quite there. I, I don't know how much fact is back that backing that. I haven't listened to it. So I so I still, you know, Black Sabbath fans go out there. But you, but you're right. It's like it's do you sour it? Do you? D- and it's even tougher with old bands. But that being said, the Stones have put out a lot of crap. But the most recent song that they put out that if you want to dance with me and they had it's blood something i forget what it's called but uh it's a really awesome video and i actually not being the biggest stones fan at all i'm like oh wow this is my favorite rolling stone song that's ever come out so sometimes it can it can surprise you but going back to kanye for a second i i mean i do respect a lot of um a more modern day hip-hop but i guess i'm if if i'm thinking about modern day i'm more of a fan of somebody like uh like most deaf big boy stuff, stuff like that, uh, rather than Kanye, which, which I guess Kanye is in the same family of, of that. And I'm sure if you played me some Kanye West, because I haven't really been exposed to it, I probably like it. If you like, you know, made me a mix or something, I'd probably enjoy the enjoy the music and and then feel bad about myself. I mean, hell, I like Tupac. He's my favorite MC of all time, and no one had a bigger ego than Tupac. I don't, not even Kanye West. He, right. it, it just manifested in a different way. Tupac used to spit on people and give people the finger. It was a different time. You know, Kanye West, and here's the announcement, folks. Him and the Cardassians from Cardassia from, uh, from Deep Space Nine. And w- speaking of which, one of them does look like a giant Wookiee. The one that was on the X Factor last year, she looks like a giant Wookiee. Uh, anyways, they named their kid. Oh Wait, wait for it. Northwest. Okay, Northwest. How how do we feel about Northwest? Is that is that it? Is how, how they, they named them. They named their daughter after
1: one of the worst movies ever made.
0: Okay, they named. They also named their daughter out of, out of a direction that you go when you uh when you want to visit the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So it could th- I could think of it as a good thing. It, it the the Northwest is a good area of this country. You know, you have Oregon, you have Seattle, the Pacific Northwest. I love it. I mean, they could really love that area. They could have they could have conceived in the Northwest part of the country and that's why they named it but but by far i mean northwest north is at least a name oh so it's a girl oh i thought it was a boy oh no it's a girl okay so that's even worse north is a (laughs) north is a boy's name wouldn't you think north was more of a boy's name at least at least i would i I don't know about i don't know maybe i'm making that up somewhere but I, i would definitely think north would be more of a boy's name but okay so, so Northwest is her name, but that, but that's not, but that's not the worst baby name, by, by far. As, as my computer doesn't load, uh, there are tons of other worst baby names. Uh, when I was a, when I, when I was a little tyke, I always wanted to name my kid uh, uh, America Issues Guy. <laughs> 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 it's just, just so I, just so I can name it, uh, just so I can initial it USA. I always thought it would be like cool to be like, oh, my kid's name's USA. My, uh, oh, here it is. Thank goodness. Okay. Now we have the list of, uh, when you're doing too many things on a computer, even a Mac that can handle multiple applications, sometimes your computer freezes and it causes a panic moment in the live broadcaster's mind where I'm like, uh, oh God, what I was just about to do was on that page. Oh no. Oh no. Save me babbling. Okay. So some of the, (laughs) some of the worst baby names in 2012, let's go through this now, uh, Oh my God! Okay, Uma Thurman named her baby Rosalind Ashuda Akita At- Atlun Florence. I mean, I'm messing up a couple of those names because it's my job to mess people's names up. But that point is, your name, your baby's name, shouldn't be five names, and that's not even your last name. It's all that then, th- then, uh, then Thurman. But when it comes down to it. Like you can name your kids stupid, ridiculous things as long as long as you give them a nickname, and the baby's nickname is Luna, so that's not that bad. This one I don't agree with. They say Sandy's a bad name because of the uh, because of the hurricane stuff. Now, uh-huh. and uh, Sandy Hook and Sandy Hook. So I I guess I get that, but I don't think I think that's that's like the terrorists winning, man. You know, like th- like that's a cool name. Sandy's a good name. Name somebody that in honor of it, not necessarily to. You know, I don't know—not to hide it, hide in it. But I get, but I get it. But by the time like it matters, you know, we're gonna be on to a different thing because the unfortunate way our country works, where we're after a tragedy happens, it's like the next day you're onto something else. Uh, and it's like, oh, no, Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince named their kid Rocky. So then it's Rocky, which I don't think is a bad name, but it does seem like. No, it's
1: like Rocky the Flying Squirrel. Yeah. Who would want to name their kid Rocky?
0: Or like, or I mean, it does sound like a, more of a name for a dog, but like, it's not a bad name. And, and Sylvester Stallone made that name very popular. Oh, here we get into something really back. Awful. Uh, oh God! Somebody named Jessica Simpson named her baby Maxwell Drew after Ma- after Mountain Dew because she really liked it. <laughs> Seriously, Ma- Maxwell Drew. Yep. Uh, oh God. Okay, I am going to. Oh, okay. Bar- oh, another popular name this Pat, last year was Barack Obama and Mitt Romney. Not not like you know Barack or Mitt. Like actually naming their kids Barack Obama and Mitt Romney. Uh Lion is another one uh from Hawaii 50, fans of Hawaii 50. Blue Ivy, Beyonce and Jay-Z named their kid, which is I think worse than Northwest. Because Northwest, at least I can see some humor in there. Blue Ivy just sounds like a, a movie you'd watch on Cinemax, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Or Skinamax Or Skidomax. Yeah, it does. I, in fact, I think uh, I think when there used to be a, you might be too young to remember this, and and you were a good boy at home that did that obeyed your parents. I wasn't, and I used to watch the. Uh, and I don't really think you're good. But but when we were when I was a kid, there was something called the Playboy Channel. I don't know if the Playboy Channel still exists. Oh, so, uh, okay. oh, that's still around. Oh, that's still around. But but like it was specific that it was like there. It wasn't like pay per view. It was like the Playboy Channel like worked. But you it was on channel thirty one, and you'd flip it over to the Playboy Channel. And you'd be like, oh, I gotta watch it. And there was a show it Called Electric Blue. That's what it made. That's in <laughs> it was. I even remember the song Electric Blue. And it was like the uh, the beginning of it. The girl that was on the in the in the main thing kind of looked like the Weird Science girl. The uh, the movie Weird Science girl. Uh, yeah. I'm blanking on her name, but that she had the British accent and she ended up getting really fugly and going going on celebrity rehab or celebrity fit club or something. Anyways, Hallie Con. <laughs> What from Crazy Stupid Love actress Beth Littleford? Littleford named her kid Khan, I mean, Cash, not Cash as in C H. Cash as in K A S H. Uh, and that's what. Oh, uh, that's that's just them trying to be gangsta. Yeah, that is that is. It's uh, but there's still some cool caches. Uh, Jessica Alba's man's name's Cash, but but his is that's his middle name. Thick Cash Worn, but Cash is like C cash so no people are naming their kids cash with k exactly so they can be hardcore and finally winning as worst baby name i've ever heard in my fucking life hashtag people are actually naming their kid hashtag yikes there's we can't even some people did name their kid facebook and like believe it or not (laughs) they at least could have named it like like but but hashtag you 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 guys deserve to have your kids taken away from you seriously hashtag I would what are they gonna call the kid hash that's a drug you're naming your kid after a freaking drug that's bad yep yep that is bad oh yeah oh someone wants to have my baby oh we have someone in the chat room hey big bass master. <laughs> oh, Ooh, yeah. So, by the, by the way, I highly suggest anybody out there listening to this and my guests, I see you guests listening, please check out a lot. Check out my friend King Baby Duck's website, b3crew.com. Check out my friend that's listening right now's awesome fucking rock band Silver Beast. Like them on Facebook, follow their music, Silver download their music. It is fucking awesome. It's like something you never heard before. It's the it, they have double bass going on. I love that. It's it's two bass players and a drummer, and it's just I've always loved that kind of setup. Uh, so
1: it's kind of like that song by Spinal Tap, Big Bottom, Big where they Bottom. Have it, all the uh,
0: that's a bass. good. It, it's big bottom encapsulated into one amazing fucking rock band and they and they have like a whole costume vibe they dress in silver they wear paint and stuff like that. it's it's an awesome vibe great music and i highly recommend checking it out it's not just cuz you're listening to the show right now dude i really do dig silver beast and i spread the word to to lots of people and i can't wait till my band's up and running and or i mean we were already booked to play a show in september with you guys so i can't fucking wait to uh, make up that show that was fucked up because of the snowstorm we were supposed to play a show our my fans very first show was messed up messed up because of that snowstorm that everything was canceled that half of boston was shut down anyway so check out silverbeast that's my plug for the plug for the moment for the moment oh yeah okay and is there a website
1: silverbeast.net
0: i believe so i believe there's so. a there's a picture
1: of a robot that's yes. on fire yes yes absolutely that is
0: Silverbeast. I mean, I- so yes, f- add that to the favorites. Uh, Dusty designed the website, I believe, and uh, it's, it's some some awesome shit. A lot of uh, a lot of Transformer vibes. A lot of uh, a lot of awesome uh, Ninja Turtle love. A lot of a lot of cool shit. It's uh, so I, I highly recommend checking it out. And to transition over to something not not connected to this at all, I do feel <laughs> not connected to Silver Beast at all. But it but it is pretty fucked up. Patriots, Patriots, he's like the Patriots, but really kind of foul-mouthed, tight end Aaron Hernandez will be charged in connection with the shooting of a 27-year-old Dorchester man, a law enforcement uh, official told WBZ News 1030 on Friday morning. According to that source, an arrest warrant has been issued on a charge of obstruction of justice. Okay, so it's just obstruction of justice. There's no murder charge yet, technically. It's expected that the state police will be responding for an responsible for arresting Hernandez, but it is not yet clear when and where Hernandez is going to be arrested. The source added that it is possible that chargers could eventually be upgraded. Is that, I, I didn't know they, they worded things like that. Is, that. is this a new technology? Is this like upgrading our firmware? You can be oh, you can be arrested for one thing, and then it's upgrade to uh, to lion. We need to upgrade that to lion, to mountain lion. Shit, dude. The source is added, okay, the body of 20, this is a sad story. It's death. The body of 27-year-old Olden Lloyd of Dorchester was found in, found Monday in a field in North Attleboro, about half a mile from Hernandez's home. He has been shot. He had been shot in the head. Lloyd was driving an SUV that had been rented in the name of Hernandez and was dating a woman who is the sister of Hernandez's fiance. Okay, he was dating a woman. Whatever. He married. He he fell down at 31 Flavors with with a uh, Ferris the other night. At first, Hernandez was said to be cooperating with investigators, but police say he stopped talking to police after he hired the Boston law firm of Ropes and Gray. I don't hear any Jewish names there, so he's fucked. Earlier this week, <laughs> <laughs> earlier this week, the lawsuit was filed in Florida, accusing Hernandez of shooting a man in the face after an al- al- after a problem at a strip club. Sorry for the uh for the. <laughs> For the uh, for the Elmer Fudd moment there on on uh, on fight, so this is pretty sad news. Specifically because for the Patriots, <laughs> no, no, it's sad news for someone losing their life and all that sort of stuff. And it's just the stories just get becoming from bad bad to worse. That the, there's something strangely reminiscent in a weird way of the o, the beginning of the OJ case to me of this. Not that this guy's as big of a big of a. Uh, Big of a star as o j Simpson was, I don't mean like that, I just mean with the series of events, the fact that he's trying to cooperate, and then once things are going bad, you know he's running away, and now the police are chasing after him, and all this other evidence is coming out it's this is just this is looking very bad for hernandez and and I think obviously I'm coming out of Massachusetts, so i am very- it's not the only reason I'm this way, but i'm pro cannabis. I'm pro that. I just want to make that clear. But no really? Yeah, yeah, no, really? seriously, seriously. I'm a little, I'm a little bit into the hippie activities. But, but this is. It is worth noting that Hernan- Hernandez did have some serious problems in college with uh not just marijuana but it was based around marijuana and other drug abuses and problems and was known for violence in college and the patriots kind of took a chance on him in the way they've taken a chance on a lot of people trying to get the most value for not necessarily worrying too much about character and and I think in this case it kind of bit them in the ass and they're in a situation that's so bad and I don't want to talk about the elements of the court case because Obviously, it is sad news someone died. I don't want to make light of that, and I'm making that very clear. But but when it comes down to it, I'm a selfish Bostonian. We're going to get into this a little bit more when we talk about another someone else's death and another problem we have. But when it comes down to it, I'm a selfish Bostonian, and I care about football, and how does this affect the Patriots? And if you care about that, I know no one's talking about this. No one's. Is it too soon to talk about how this affects the Patriots? No, it isn't because unfortunately this court case is going to go on a long time. He's done whether he's guilty or innocent isn't going to be dictated for a long time and all these facts that are coming out don't you feel like in some ways that people in this country are getting getting becoming innocent or guilty just in the court of public opinion and that's why another reason why I think it reminds me of the OJ case it's like people get facts every moment and they're switching back and forth it reminds me of a it reminds me of a sports game or a sports series like in a seven game series whether it be hockey or basketball or baseball but we're not, baseball's not a sport hockey or basketball and it goes the games go back and forth after one game uh, the Bruins win oh the series is over the Bruins are kicking ass they're the greatest team of all time Chicago wins or I mean I know it didn't go like that, but or Miami wins San Antonio wins oh and, and it's like can you listen to the News the next day, and it's like, oh, that team's a bunch of losers. They they should retire. They should break up that Heat team. They can't win anything. Oh, the Heat, the San Antonio's old because now they won a game. And I feel like the same thing happens these days in political circles and in and in uh, court cases in the public opinion. It's like people are found guilty guilty or innocent in the matter of seconds, depending on how much facts are out there. And you being a reporter as well. People don't, and going and I know taking a lot of uh, classes like that in college, it, people aren't worrying about sources as much as they used to in the olden days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's a really it's a really difficult time out there for, for court cases. So, so I feel bad about what's happening obviously with people's lives and stuff, but how does this affect the Patriots? I think this really sucks for the Patriots to be quite honest, because I think he added a different element to the team, a wide receiver body as a tight end. And, and, and I think Gronk's health is questionable. And if Gronk gets hurt, we don't have the backup to play that. We do have this other guy. I don't know too much about that's supposed to be we have, we have more tight ends on our roster than any other team in the NFL. So so we do have some backups for that position. So I, I hope all this – I hope he ends up getting – all this ends up being bullshit and all ends up being, you know, fabricated or someone setting him up or, you know, and I hope – and I hope to death those people aren't really dead and this is just a setup like that girl in Beverly Mass that locked herself in a car and pretended to be kidnapped. But most likely this is this is the real deal, Holyfield and uh, I'm just going to wish – their families, you know, I'm sorry for your losses. Not that you're listening to my show, but I am sorry for your losses. And Patriot fans, I'm sorry for your losses, too. So, speaking of cutting your losses and going on to the next thing, the main reason I brought King Baby Duck on was Evan was fortunate enough, because it was hard work, to get out to E3 to give you the be- some of the best coverage in the business out there, right on the floor, and you can see a lot of it. I pubbed him on last week's show in the last couple of shows about checking out his stuff in the last, for for e three, and I know a lot of you have. and uh, But what I specifically want to talk about with e three, because in the last couple of days, there's been there's been a couple of interesting announcements coming from, did I close the news story? I did close the news story, but I don't need to I don't need to open a news story to talk about this. I might not get all the facts straight of what the quotes were. But I believe it was yesterday. It might have been the day before. Uh, I, th- I think it was yesterday. If people don't know, there was a big hodgepodge. Everybody knows. Do I really need to talk about this? If you're listening to my show, you probably know about the whole situation with the Xbox One and the whole not playing used games thing, having to be online all the time. You know about Sony immediately putting together a very clever little video that came out that mocked that. And even Nintendo taking some stabs from their place at the bottom of the mountain right now about saying, well, yeah, our system can play, is the only one that's backwards compatible. And you can play rental games and used games the same way you always could. So... And Nintendo finally. There's still a. We'll talk about Nintendo in a, in a few seconds, but but there's still you know a misconception about the how the Wii U uses friend codes. Every anybody out there that I've seen posting this or saying this, Nintendo Wii U does not use friend codes. They were smart enough to get rid of that. The 3DS is the last thing that uses friend codes. And anybody out there that's saying the 3DS is suffering, I've actually seen people posting that. 3DS sold more units than any other console in this last cycle. Shut the fuck up. Anyways, so so back to back to Microsoft here for a second. The mic it so a lot of most people know about about those things and and coming out of e3 microsoft was dealing with a lot of crap and some of that was pr issues and problems for not being clear about about what they were doing and and i think in some ways sony being a lot excuse me more intelligent in their pr in the way they 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 showed what was going on because because not the online thing, but the rental games and the used games thing. PlayStation 4, don't let it fool you, does have a little bit of something like that mixed into the company. A little s- something that's in the fine print that says that the publisher of the game can make a decision on that. So any games published from Sony won't have that problem. But that's not to say EA won't want to do that. And, and then that will be the case on the PS4. I'm just saying that it's the same, that's going to be the same or initially would be the same with both, both systems. So Xbox at first was trying to do trying to handle, you know, trying to sponge up, you know, trying to use the downy downy uh, downy pieces of paper to soap soap up all the crap that they spilled. And and they were saying people don't understand, you're not educated about this. This is the future. We want, we don't want people to deal with scratch disks. We don't want to. There was this big post that I don't know if it was real or not that came out supposedly from someone that works in one of uh Microsoft studios that was kind of bashing the way that they presented it, but also bashing people for being too backwards. And the Sony president, uh, not Sony president, uh, Microsoft president or the guy that handles the gaming, um, I'm not sure, I'm blanking on his name, uh, made an announcement like two or three days ago that was like, people just need to become more educated about this. Blah, 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 blah. And then literally like the next day, we got a complete reversal. We got the record record scratch because I think someone looked in Amazon pre-orders or something. I don't know what happened. There was some some Bill Gates came down from high and said, guys, shut up. What are you doing? What are you, like, took his penis, he took his giant Microsoft penis out and started slapping people across the face with it and going, shut up. Mainly, and I heard also it might be because of soldiers. I guess, I guess the, the military put up a big fuss about it because, generally speaking, Microsoft – The Xbox 360 is the system of the military, partially because it is the only United United States-based company that produces a gaming system in the last generation that was that successful of the big three. You know uh, Sony and some people forget Sony and Nintendo, which I know, how can they forget? But I know I've heard some people forget the mention and this. In some contexts, they're both you know Japanese-based companies, whereas Microsoft is a is a uh, their whole marketplace is this country. People in Japan don't give a shit about an Xbox,
1: they just don't. No, they don't. You know how many Xbox 360s they've sold over there? Only 1.5 million.
0: Yeah, it's like a it's like a ridiculously small amount. They they just don't care about them over there. So Microsoft's dealing with this whole country as their marketplace. They need to keep the people in this country. Country happy, and the military was casting out about this, saying, saying we're in situations sometimes where we can't get online every day, and we're playing these games to keep us sane, you know. And, and I don't know if that was the straw that broke the camel's back, but Microsoft did a complete 180, or. They did two 180s, they 360, they double spun and ended right back where they started and said that we might do it in the future. No, they didn't say that, but but they did they did keep the technology there for the potential of doing it in the future, but we'll see if that happens. Yes. We'll see if that happens, but they basically did a complete 180 that said that, uh, I'm summarizing more or less that everything is going to be the same as the 360. You do not have to connect to it every day, used games, and, and, uh, and borrowing games from your friends will work the same way uh, as the 360 did. I know initially, before all these announcements, my biggest fear was how it affa- and I know this affects you as well uh, is how it affects GameFly was was my biggest worry because I would yeah. I would not get to play as many games as I as I play if it wasn't for GameFly. That's just you know that's just how I you know just how I do it. You know I can't I can't I don't I don't get I can't purchase games that often. It's few and far between that I'll pick a game like, you know, say Animal Crossing that I had to purchase that game. So I purchased it because it's a full year game. It's a game that that at minimum I'll play it a year because I want to see each event and how you know what happens at each event and all that sort of stuff. But but yeah, so they basically did a complete one 180 about this. And I think this was a smart move, especially considering a couple of little things that seep through at E3 that I think I want to quickly mention before I have a couple questions for King here about about the experience out there, it's that Sony did lose a couple of really important exclusive rights um, of games that I think really sell PlayStation 4s uh, for P- for certain people I know that P- and and, th- and what was so funny funny about this, or so tragic about this from Microsoft's standpoint, is, is I think some of this news got lost. With the with the sea of all the other crap, uh, Kingdom Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy, or specifically Kingdom Hearts, I would say, well, Final Fantasy too, because the fans are there, are no longer going to be uh, PlayStation Four exclusives or PlayStation exclusive. They're going to be on both systems. I had no word yet on whether Kingdom Hearts will be a Wii U game. I don't see why it shouldn't be, but whatever. Whatever you want to hate on Wii U, all you want, your mother grabbers, you'll you'll be you'll be eaten from Nintendo's cold dead hand when Smash
1: Brothers comes out. But I I think though that despite the fact that it's still going to the Xbox One, you're still going to see a lot more um, exclusives coming to the to the PlayStation Four for those two games that you won't see in the Xbox One. Oh,
0: absolutely. Okay, and I guess my question for you is, and the bi- biggest question, could you talk a little bit about what the vibe was out there. Uh, and I kind of want to give my perspective, too, of like being an outsider looking in. And you being in, an insider being in, uh, how, uh, <laughs> uh, what was the feeling? What was the vibe er- and the show floors and, and going on at the scene
1: during this whole madness during E3? The vibe was actually very strong. I mean, there there were a lot of... Of course, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of games. But I feel like... This is one of the first years where I didn't have to spend, like, an hour playing a video game. I felt like they had enough booths for everything, so you didn't have to wait too long to play anything. So you could jump from game to game to game like within the next 15 or 30 minutes. But regarding the vibe, I feel like a lot more people were jumping over to the Sony booth, not just because of PlayStation 4, but because they were showing off The Last of Us, which just yes, came out. Yeah, which I, know. I don't know. Yeah, I it, don't know if you've ever had a chance yet to play that yet, no, but I, so I've, far it's been
0: I've only got to play a little bit of it at a friend's house because I obviously don't own a PlayStation three, but uh but yeah, it's a, it's it and that's the gotta be obviously the hottest game right now on everyone's mind is that game.
1: Yes. Right now. But I feel like if I was to to do a like a play setting, I would definitely put Sony first, I would definitely say Sony first. A lot more people were there at Sony, but then, I would say second place would have to go to Nintendo. Yeah, because- we're gonna we're gonna talk
0: about Nintendo in a second. I because uh, p- please go. Let's let's get into Nintendo. Okay, make me feel good. Make me feel good, Evan. Make me feel better. Bayonetta two <sighs> look sexy as <sighs> hell. Uh, I, I I'm pissed off. Okay, because one of the things that's really bothering me is all these also ran like and it's not and it's not so much video game people. I so many many of the video game people that i know of that were bashing nintendo pre e3 went back on that and were saying we're saying a lot of really great things about nintendo uh, people yeah. that, people's opinions that i respect you know that i was worried about the things that they were saying before e3 so so hearing them talk bad about nintendo was was filling me with a little bit of fear but what's really hey. bothering me these days is is every money market individual from the New York Times is is slating Nintendo's demise, is predicting Nintendo's demise, t- saying that they're, like, no. in denial for not wanting to take their system, their games, and put them on handheld tablets and not turning themselves into a publisher. And, they, and these people in these articles, I wish I had some of them up, but they're they're, like, they're quoting things that they know – no, no, that was one of the things I mentioned before about saying that the 3DS is not a success. Are they stupid? The 3DS is the 30 only- 30
1: million th- units doesn't sound like a success?
0: In our marketplace, in the iPad world. It's not just that. It's that they're managing to sell units in this fucking, pardon my pardon my language, in this fucking world. You know, that, that no other- no one else can sell handheld units. I mean, maybe Vitas will sell once the PS Four comes out and you can be able to play your PS Four games on the Vita. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. That almost makes me wanna wanna relook at the Vita. But still, it's not. That's gonna be like an. That's gonna be a Wii U controller for your PS Three. You know. That's. What, yeah. You know. Ultimately, that's what it is. A PS Four. Excuse me. That's gonna be a Wii U controller. Ultimately, is what it is. But, but yeah, I I don't like how everybody's going on the let's predict Nintendo's doom doom Nintendo should become a publisher like Sega Nintendo's gonna go the way the Dreamcast
1: it's like shut up you don't know what you're talking about you know why you know why because if Nintendo goes down the whole gaming industry is fucked yep because what it comes down to and
0: I'm not and I and I don't want to bash the other two companies because I think that they do some really great things and I think what they do is they take a lot of really great ideas that that nintendo starts out with sometimes and perfects them and makes them awesome like even greater in some ways you know like like top end connect is better than top end Wii motion it's just it just is you know like microsoft mm-hmm. took that and made something really cool quirky that needs some help you know like needs some tweaking but it's it's fun some of the controlling controls and move are like are ideally awesome you know but Nintendo with the dual screen thing, you know, I they didn't create that well, maybe with the ds they kind of did, but but, but you know what I mean, Nintendo innovates. I agree, and, and Nintendo first party games set the set the standard. That's what again, some of these people that that are talking out of their ass don't realize that Nintendo is going to do a price price drop. They're going to do a price drop right at Christmas. You know, they're going to do a price drop in a pa- in a uh, in a package deal with some of these amazing games that are coming out around that time. They're, and and they are going to compete in the marketplace when when people aren't going to want to spend uh, four hundred or five hundred dollars on their system. And right. Nintendo's smart enough to hold off on the price price drop right now. They don't. They shouldn't do it right now. There's no point. Even if they drop the price, Wii U units they still don't have the games right now to sell the system. You know what I'm Right. Saying?
1: Wait for wait for at least uh, Super Mario 3D World to come yeah. out. Oh God.
0: Okay. So so you give your you give your second place prize to Nintendo. Did you? Which of the games? I know you played Mario Kart, and I shared that story, and I I suggest yes. everyone to read that. Uh, but wh- which other? So you, w- n- tell me which Nintendo games you got to play.
1: <laughs> so I got to play, as I mentioned, Mario Kart. I played Super Mario 3D World. I played Bayonetta 2. And I played the wonderful 101, one and I played Sonic Lost Worlds, which is a Wii U exclusive. <laughs>
0: so, sorry, I just got a I got a message 80 seconds ago. Uh, got gotta show some gotta show some input. Anyone want to see John C. Riley playing just dance? Yes, if you have any video of that, please send it to the issues program or sorry, the issues guy at gmail.com if you have that. But for whatever it's worth. I'm going to make a little hint about the next video I'm going to put out. Maybe John C. Riley and I doing a little bit of dancing. but who is this person? I don't even recognize this phone number. this is, uh, this is a number I don't know, and I know it can't be John C. Riley because he's in Jamaica. So if you have a video of yeah. him doing uh, doing just dance, I highlight, please send me the link to it so I can uh, play that for the people. But but yes, so you so you give it to you give it to Nintendo there, and you got to, so you got to place I'm sorry, I was I was reading a message while you were talking, so I got to hear a couple things. So you played Mario Kart. I I heard about that. Feels amazingly responsive, as as you put it, and it feels great with the Wii U controller. And 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 what I love about the what I, what I love about what Nintendo's doing is allowing you the option. And and I guess that's the one thing about that I want. Uh, I got. to – how seamless is the switch between motion and using your control stick for control for controlling your racer?
1: Is it the, can you switch on the fly in mid race? Yep, you can switch. You can pause. Well, you can. You'll have to pause the game and then switch it. But I prefer to, to use the 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 gamepad like I used the Wii mode in yep. Mario Kart Wii, just turning it like using it yeah. as a wheel. And I it. it it did a great job with that.
0: Nice, awesome. So, so I, I need to ask you, of course, about 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 Super Mario Brothers, about the Super Mario Brothers 3DS uh, 3D. I, I, I no, what what's it actually called? Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario 3D World. 3D World because. Because I mentioned anyone who listens to the show or even listened to uh, King Baby Ducks, uh, Boston Bass Brigade, Best of the Year a couple of years ago, uh, last year or maybe the year before, I forget, I forget when it was. One of my, my one of my Game of the Year, right up there for Game of the Year for me, was Super Mario Brothers 3DS. I find it. A lot of people were complaining that they didn't get the the Galaxy, the uh, the Super Mario Brothers universe that they wanted, like a like a game that was a sequel to Galaxy and stuff. But yeah, for, yeah, but for me. What what Super Mario Bros. World 3DS brought was taking what they do in the in the original Super Mario Bros. style. I'm not calling it the new Super Mario Bros. style. It's not new Coke, old Coke, classic Coke, whatever. The old the the side-scrolling 2D style. They take that and they mix it with the galaxy slash slash um Slash Super Mario Brothers 64 style, and anybody that doesn't think the 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 boards looked big enough, did you actually watch the trailer? Did you see it? Th- those worlds looked huge. They didn't just look like yeah. Super Mario Brothers, uh, uh, new Super Mario Brothers type boards. They weren't just simple side scrolling boards. They were they
1: looked like deep worlds, like like Super yeah. Mario Brothers 64. The thing so- is, there's more height to them than length. Interesting, interesting. I- it's because uh, as you saw. There's a new power, the the cat power that lets you climb, and that's going to play a big role into the height of some of these levels.
0: That's awesome. That that and do all the uh, who did you get to use when you played? Did you get to experiment with all the characters or were you playing with um, just I played
1: as everyone except for Peach. I didn't have a chance to play as Peach. Now
0: do does Luigi, I guess Luigi's the easiest one to go to. Does Luigi feel like Super Mario Brothers 2 USA Luigi? Does it really feel that way? So
1: far, from what I played, it feels exactly like yes! that. Yes! say with Toad. Woo! Same
0: with Toad. See, this is what I wanted, and this is what I wanted to hear, that, that Nintendo... And this is what Nintendo has that the other two companies don't have. A lot of people think it's laziness. It's not. It's using what's great. They don't just make a sequel to Super Mario Bros. 2 US every single year. They bring it back when it's relevant. You know, they bring it back when you want to bring it back. They brought back... The Super Mario Brothers 3DS in that, but that was part three, and this would be the next one, you know, or, or rewinding back, you know, they're going back in time or whatever. I, I, I really, I really love everything I saw coming from Nintendo in their direct conference. Did you? And you know, and gonna, this
1: is actually the first time that you're going to actually play as Princess Peach since that Super Peach yep. game that came out.
0: Minus minus the Smash Brothers game, absolutely. Now, yeah. now, would you did any? Any good news come out? Would you say came out from Microsoft? It was everything negative. Was the vibe completely negative towards Microsoft out there?
1: Um, yeah, I wouldn't say everything, but there was a lot of things that are pissing people off. For one thing, they finally give us Killer Instinct, but then they say, "Oh, it's free to play," but you're only going to be, be able to play as one character, and then you got to pay for all the rest of them. Yep. And and I want. And then if you if, if there's going to be like sixty or eighty characters, how much are they going to charge? the players for these characters are they going to charge a dollar and if so th- that's another 60 70 game right there
0: no absolutely that 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 it's in the, and that's not very that's not very free i okay so th- i want to transition over to did anything that's microsoft's come out to do change the way you feel about this next coming generation do, do you think they did enough quality control do you think the real te- the real winner isn't going to be i think the real winner as someone else put this the real winner is the gamer because you have two companies competing and maybe we'll get right. a similar t- period of time like we got with the super Gen- super nintendo and genesis and sega and nintendo's battle that we might the gamer will benefit because because we'll get both companies trying extra hard to give us give us great things, you know. And and honestly, mm-hmm. in a perfect world, I am one of those people that I would own both if I could, but I can't. I just can't right now. You know, I need to I need to direct my attention at one of the two. I guess for me, I've always been leaning towards Xbox simply because the girl I, the girl I live with has an aversion against Sony. That, that that that's personal, but that's not the real issue. My real reason for liking xbox's past generation was how they treated indie developers and and the indie game platform and i know mike Uh sony sony Um, sony has said that they're gonna they're gonna really up upgrade
1: that you've apparently haven't read the stories about retro city rampage and fez and all that the the thing is microsoft is very brutal to. Are they brutal? Developers. No, I have. I
0: haven't read about that stuff. Whereas Educate me. Educate me.
1: Sony, whereas Sony right now, it's an open door policy. It's like even if you don't have a publisher, we'll still put your game onto our device. How's Nintendo been in this? In in this? They've age? actually been doing pretty good. They've been they've been pushing towards. What Sony's been doing, even they they themselves too have said, even if you don't have a publisher, we will still help put your game onto the system. Whereas Microsoft, it's like, oh, we can't put your game on there unless you have a publisher.
0: Yeah, that's 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 oh that they, they won't let you put it on if you don't have a publisher. Okay, I see. So it's all about the all about the dollar with them, it seems to be.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then they, they charge they charge you like I think it's like forty thousand dollars or something Ooh. to put a patch. Into your game to fix it? Yeah. Whoa. Gross. Oh. So that was okay. I. So that explain.
0: That explains. I did read when I was doing the Retro City review. I did read some problems that they were having, and I didn't get too much into it because it was all like it was. Yeah. You know, it was way and the in the creator, past.
1: Brian was saying like nothing but amazing things about Sony. He was like, when I wanted to bring it to the PlayStation Video, they they automatically sent him down a, um, you know the you know a a unit for him to start you know, putting it into. To make it, you know, you know Vita playable, and he said he was able to do that in just one day. So he I get able to. He was able to make Retro City Rampage work with the Vita in just a day.
0: So I guess the one question I have for you to to end off the 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 system battle discussion would be: From your perspective, right now, as a per, per, as a as a predictor, as as an industry expert. Is there anything you can see on the table right now that should lean a consumer towards buying an Xbox One over a PlayStation 4 that
1: you've seen so far? The only thing that really like made me go wow during the Microsoft press event was this game Sunset Overdrive. It's it's from Insomniac Games, the same guys who did Ratchet and Clank and the Resistance games. It's kind of like combines. Mirror's Edge, Bulletstorm, and Lollipop Chainsaw all into one game. Interesting. That looks very impressive, but the thing is, that's just one game that just made me go, wow. Right.
0: Whereas with... I'm with more talking place. about the system The system itself. Any features or anything that leads you to be like, eh, I'm going to miss out if I don't get an Xbox One? Um I'm just curious Honestly, I'm just curious I'm just curious you can be no. the answer could be no'm I'm, I'm no. I, no okay okay that that's fair enough I I personally like like I said I wasn't I didn't get any hands on I didn't get any direct contact with the systems my I know personally that for my for my my gaming preferences or whatever that this is just how I've been through every generation. I'll always buy a Nintendo system at launch. I don't care. I'll pay a little extra. And then I wait a few months after the launches of the other system, and then I'll pick one of the two to get. And that's what I'm going to do this generation, too. I'm going to get one of the two. I won't make my decision until both of them are out, and I've played both of them at a friend's house. You know, at a friend's house. But, and, and yes, I, and, 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 and I own my. I own my one next generation console that I'll always buy. I'll always buy a Nintendo system because I've never had any technical issues with any of them at launch. That's not the only reason why I'm not buying at launch. It's more to also just you know, see what they are when they actually hit the stores. You know, and see yes. see some of the feel of them. But but uh, but well, it is part of it that Nintendo. Puts I've out already I've
1: already put down my creator for PlayStation Four. I've already got that all set at the, the local GameStop. I'm gonna get that on day one. And I will but be at thing your young The really drew me into PlayStation Four was that they're getting games that I initially thought. Were never gonna come to console. They were gonna be only PC only. You mean so games like Daylight and Outlast and Don't Starve, I just I thought I just, those are gonna be like PC exclusive. But then Mike, then Sony comes around and said, "Oh, we're gonna have those games too." That just wowed me.
0: Speaking of wow, good transition. I did figure, I did think of the the one thing that might get people to uh, Xbox, in the and I don't know if I I might be incorrect in this information, but Is Diablo going to be an Xbox-exclusive game that you can only play on the one?
1: Nope. Nope. It's It's both? um Is Xbox 360, PS3, and PS4. Oh, and PS4. You can't play it on Xbox One.
0: Okay, okay, people. So you heard that here as well. So so anybody that's thinking that they can get an Xbox One to play some Blizzard online adventure games, that has not been announced yet. I heard someone said to me that they were getting an Xbox One so they could play Diablo. And that is incorrect information. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen there, motherfuckers. That's not going to happen.
1: And let me just say, whoever gets their hands on... On a console version of League of Legends, that's gonna be the winner. That's gonna be winner of the next gen console war, because if you've ever been to PAX East and you saw how ridiculous that area for League of Legends is, people just go to conventions just to watch League of Legends <laughs> tournaments happen.
0: No, I hear you. It's one of the. It's one of those games. It is. Speaking of games that people go to tournaments to watch, the last thing I want to talk about about E three and about video games in general uh, for for today is 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 probably the thing I was the most excited about and I'm just curious of the hype or if there were any more gameplay stuff that I didn't get to see about Super Smash Brothers and the announcement of Mega Man. Any other characters besides the Wii Fit Trainer and all that stuff or any other Smash Brothers information except what we saw? Was there any playable anything?
1: What'd you say? Oh, any playable uh, anything for Smash Brothers? And- there wasn't anything playable, but... But I am excited about Mega Man being in this game. Me too. I, I
0: mentioned this before if if uh, for my for my fangasm point of view, if if they put Little Mac in it too now as a, as a playable character, i'm I'm completely satisfied. Every character I would want to be in a in a uh, Smash Brothers game will will have been in there especially if they keep Snake and uh, Sonic in the game. And I, yeah, I, which I, I think
1: they probably will. I think they'll still find a way to do that. Yeah, because I, I, let me let me ask you this: because mm-hmm. you watched the Nintendo Direct, yes. did you see the trailer for X? Yes, I did. Yes. Did that, you notice how that was kind of pushing the next gen graphics on there? It was,
0: and it was also it seemed like something completely new and different as well. You know, and and I was really excited about 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 where that game was going to go.
1: Yes, and uh, it, it made me want to just. Show that, I wanted to show that to Electronic Arts and say, here, look, next-gen graphics on the Wii U. You can suck it. Frostbite 3 can run on there. Go to hell. Yeah, you're just lazy. When it really comes down
0: to you're you're freaking lazy. You don't want to design for it, and you're trying to pressure Nintendo. They're all trying to pressure Nintendo. They all want to see Nintendo fail. Everybody wants to see everyone wants to see the big kid on the block fail. And Nintendo They won't, though. That's the thing. They and, won't fail. And we can remember all we want. We can have selective memory. Who won the last generation, guys? Who really won it? Yeah, ultimately Xbox. Sold more units if you go by now, but when it when it counted, who sold the most unit? Who made the most?
1: Nintendo the, did. Who are the only ones that made profit? Units yeah. worldwide. Who? That's who, that's still, that's still c- the combined total of Xbox 360 and PS3. Exactly.
0: Clients. Who 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 or, made money last generation? Uh, Nintendo did. Okay. Nintendo, Nintendo did. Would you don't. You know, that, but when it comes down to it, and when it comes down to it as well, in the period of time when the Xbox, and this is an oversaid st- statistic, but it's worth mentioning, in the period of time, if you go in the same period of time the Xbox 360 and the P- PlayStation 4 were released in the time period that the Wii U has been released, it's it's very comparable with sales. It's not like, you know, they're making it seem like it's, you know, bloody murder. It And when it comes down to it, Nintendo's not infallible. They they fucked up on the PR in this on their thing as well. They're they're right. they're showing off the system, made it too confusing. They named it the wrong thing. Like I, I won't ha- like if you want to stick with the I'll say it again. If you want to stick with the U thing, you, uh, sh- you should
1: have just named it you. You know, the U. Yes. okay. I need to I need to correct myself right here, actually. So the Wii has sold 99.7 million units. Xbox 360 has sold 77.6 million units. But PlayStation Three has sold seventy-seven point seven million seven units. Ooh, So okay. Xbox is last place.
0: Yeah, sorry, so, sorry, Microsoft. Because, because again, sorry, Nintendo trolls. Sorry, trolls in the world. This is a world. It's not a country. It's a world. Worldwide. And
1: let me also add. Let me also add. Three DS sales: thirty-one point seven million worldwide, compared to PlayStation Vita's five point two million. Which means for every PlayStation Vita owner there's about 6 3DS owners. Yep. Yep. And and like
0: yeah, it's over. It's a different age, but but the DS s- still sells. People still buy original DSs and that system is like the the most popular one of the most popular systems up there with PlayStation 2 of all time. And 3DS Maybe a new system onto itself, but, but ultimately it's still a DS and some people could, and I've heard some people use the statistic. I think it's kind of cheating, but it is, I have seen people use the statistic that just count three DSs and DS sales as one big thing as like this being another design of the, of the DS series, you know, like another, you know, like the XL, the, 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 D- dsi the 3ds so it's you know all, what so it's you know all what they need to
1: do though i think they do need to pull the the regular wii's off the market because yes, absolutely with, with you being able to now play the the wii games on the wii u you should be able to because i'm looking at the charts right now the past week the wii u sold ten thousand or oh, twenty four thousand units whereas the wii the regular wii Twenty-eight thousand units. Yeah, see that. That and, doesn't
0: make sense. And and again, that's another victim of poor marketing, poor PR, poor displaying of the name of the system itself. A couple, I I would assume that out of that, did you say twenty thousand was it or so, roughly?
1: Well, well uh, how many we, how many
0: we, we units were sold?
1: Wii units were 28,000, Wii U 28,000, okay,
0: 28,000. I bet at least half of those, or at least a big percentage of those 28,000 people that bought Wiis were going in with the intention to buy a Wii U, but they didn't know it was a different thing and said, can I get a Wii? (laughs) I I mean, I bet, I don't know what the percentage of and I don't have any facts to back that up, but I'm willing there is some percentage of people that were thinking they were going to buy a Wii U and they bought a Wii instead because they got confused.
1: Yes. And and to the people who say, oh, they're probably buying Wii's just because it's still you know, backwards compatible with the GameCube, the Wii hasn't been backwards compatible with the GameCube since 2011. Yep, they, they took that
0: they took that out once they brought GameCube games to uh, VC and stuff like that, and they're gonna bring it bring those to the Wii U. So you're gonna get you're gonna get that once they decided to do that, it was done. It was,
1: and uh, let me let me just say this too: You will be very happy with the HD remake with Wind Waker. I I will be very happy. I can't wait. I am. That is one of the disappointments
0: I do have from uh, from E three from Nintendo. I I am very excited about that game, and I'm very excited about the uh, the new in the style the new 3DS game in the style of Link to Link Link to the Past. Uh, Mm -hmm. I did. Hope for some teaser trailer, even less than we saw for Smash Brothers, something similar to the, the what we saw from the new the new uh like I'm blanking on the name. We just talked about it. Uh, the X game or the the other the other game made by the Bayonetta guys and stuff. Um. Oh, Platinum Games. Wonderful. Pl- Platinum Platinum yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. 101. Like just see a little clip of something about a new Zelda game i just I just wanted to see I know they're working on it I know they're working I've heard the announcements about about gathering together the biggest team in the history of Nintendo. I know that they have sample drawings i I just would have liked to see some concept art or something just something new for Zelda too because again I think just that rumbling the rumblings of a new Zelda sell Nintendo systems. You know, like it's,
1: it's. I reckon though that we'll hear more about it next year at next year's E three. I bet you that's what when they're gonna bring back a big Nintendo Z- presentation thing, Zelda, not just do the Nintendo, you're, Direct. and
0: you're gonna see Zelda, Metroid. You might see a Kid Icarus system game. You might see a Star mm-hmm. Fox system game. You might yep. see a new Punch Out game. You might see all those games announced next year. Is what I'm I'm hoping that you get like the complete. Bam, here you go. And and when it comes down to it, Nintendo doesn't need to compete with these other
1: two. They need to compete. No, they're, they're just sitting back and watching the other two beat the crap out of each other. And when when that victor comes around, they're just gonna stab the that victor in the back and then boom.
0: And then and then all they need to do is sell to their core audience of Nintendo fans. And when it comes down to it, even the hardcore quote unquote gamers, they want to play those. Big Nintendo games. They're gonna want to play games like Bayonetta 2. They're gonna want to play games like The Wonderful 101. They're gonna want to play Zelda. They're gonna want to play Smash Smash Brothers alone. Again, again, it 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 can't get said enough. Smash Brothers game, and if you fix the online so it actually works, which which it should because the Nintendo online system this generation works fine with competing games. Like I've played fighting games online with it. I played the Tekken online. Uh, You know, it works. It works, and. And they have a ranking system and every, I mean, it can, they can really do it. Smash Brothers alone can sell systems. You can do live broadcast Skype Smash Brothers tournament. It's happening. It will happen. Like, and that, and that's all I say. Anyone that wants Nintendo, oh, Nintendo should turn into a developer. Nintendo should make games for handheld systems. I want to play Mario Brothers on my iPhone. And the fact that they're not doing it means they're living in the past. You know what you're gonna be living at? You're gonna you're gonna be drinking from Nintendo's cold dead hand. You know when it comes down to it, you're not prying systems away from it. Nintendo's not. You're never going to see Nintendo on an iPhone. What you might see, and there's been a d- joking about it. I heard Iwata jink- joke about it. You might, and they should really do this. This would be funny if they made a phone. If they put a Nint- if they had a Nintendo phone that they put out, and and uh, that could play kind of like you know handheld for and they packed it with it was a game a gaming phone essentially that was packed with nintendo licensed type uh you know phone games you know like uh angry birds zelda type game or whatever you know what i mean like stuff like that and just have a nintendo phone not that it would do great great but you know like they should just do it as a fuck you like or put out a joke (laughs) commercial like here at nintendo we're gonna put out the nintendo phone and have it look like a flintstone phone or something like that (laughs) you know like oh push button oh we play games on phones you know whatever so so we're so that being said leading into it if we want to get into a console race or for the e3 king baby ducks uh Leaderboard is he gives the gold medal to Sony, he gives the silver medal to Nintendo for the display of games, probably the best display of games, and the way that they probably, as I'm guessing and from what I could see, just made all their games available for people to play. And it just was like, bam,
1: here's games. And yeah, the one game I'm still kicking myself, I did get to play was the new Donkey Kong Country, and I heard a lot of great things about
0: that. I'm, I'm excited about that game, I enjoyed the first one as well. And and I'm real. I mean, I'm really excited about some of the things that came. It was, a, it was a really good E3. A lot of positive energy coming coming from minus the Microsoft stuff, and a lot of great stuff coming on in the in the next year for gamers. Any word or any information uh,
1: from E3 that is relevant about Steambox or anything from Steam? Not nothing yet. But I will say this: there is something that is coming out. You probably heard about it. That it's basically what we've been wanting to happen since we were kids, and that is the Oculus Rift. It is true virtual reality gaming. Ooh. It's a unit that I got to w- I, I I got to try it out. Put it on my head. I look up. There's the stars. I look down. There I am in the cockpit. so we talking Left holodeck?
0: Right. Are we talking feels holodeck-ish?
1: Yes. Ooh. Because I played, because when I went uh, hands on with it or, or eyes on with it, <laughs> I played with the um, with the game called Eve Eve Online. But they made one specifically mm-hmm. for this for this unit. And let me tell you, when you do it this way, you'll never want to play this game the same way again. You, you'll want to just play it with this Oculus Rift because you you become immersed in this world. Like it, it's kind of funny how. They set you up. It's kind of like, remember in that movie, The Who's Tommy, where they go to Tommy's holiday camp and they put the things over the eyes and Mm -hmm. ears and such? It's kind of like that. So, it basically blocks out the outside world and gets you engulfed into this world. And for them to be able to do it, this way it, it's 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 basically a gamer's dream come true and the thing the, the the awesome thing about this is it might become the playstation 4
0: yeah so someone someone told someone told me that, I, was, I was talking similar about this to a friend of mine uh to a friend of mine yesterday uh about that about a uh, about about that coming to play, it's his single reason for wanting to get a PlayStation Four because he saw some demo of something like that at a at a PAX a couple this year or something like that. Saw some panel where someone was discussing something like this and uh, and mentioning that it might come to the be available with the PS Four. So right,
1: I'm- well, well, the thing is, like the head of Sony Worldwide uh, Entertainment has a has a dev unit for the Oculus Rift, and he said he said that he loves it. He thinks it's great. Hmm. And then someone asked him, "Hey, is it coming to the PlayStation 4?" He didn't say yes.
0: He just smiled. He, he didn't smile. say no.
1: He just smiled.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay.
1: Okay. So
0: that that is that's the last piece of good information that we're going to take from E3. It's going to be awesome. I highly turn suggest you tune into or check out the Boston Bass Brigade, B3crew.com, their website. He's gonna be doing a E three roundup, uh, sort of a some some summarization with yep. a couple of gaming people. And we're
1: gonna have a we're gonna have Poston from Gamertag Radio nice. joining us on the show.
0: So definitely check out his show. That will be posted on his website. Uh, what which, which day next week? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. It will be up and posted on Tuesday. So look for that podcast on Tuesday. So I do have to transition to some sad note, news and close this show out on some uh, some sad information that came out um, this week. And that's Paula Dean using the N-word too much. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to throw a couple of quick stories out before we go on my final call, which will be obviously about uh, James Gandolfini. But uh, the Spurs... Last night, lost the NBA championship to the Miami Heat in what I call the I lose every way, either way, NBA finals. Either the team I hated since I was a child, the San Antonio Spurs, for being boring and stupid, uh, would win, or I'd have to deal with another year of LeBron winning and all that crap and Pat Riley winning yet another championship in some capacity. So I, as a lot of people know, I'm a huge fan of basketball, so I watched the series Great basketball series. And unfortunately, the Spurs blew it in game six because they just, they literally choked it. I don't use that word lightly, but they choked it away in game six by missing free throws and literally giving it back to them. And it made me feel a little good seeing the Heat win because of Ray Allen. Uh, I do. I am not one of these people that hate on Ray Allen for going to the Miami Heat. He's 37 years old. The Celtics weren't going to win this year, and he knew it, and he wanted one more chance or at a championship. I kind of hope Ray Allen retires at this point and will eventually get his due and respect back here in Boston again. He is from the New England area or went to college in the New England area, and, and I always liked Ray Allen. He's a class act kind of guy, so congratulations to him on winning another world championship, at least I can take some solace in that. And I don't mind Dwayne Wade, even though he's an arrogant son of a bitch. And go Bruins! That's all I got to say about that. I mean, Even though I'm not the biggest hockey fan and I could give a crap less, I do. if I did give a crap about hockey, I would give a crap about the Bruins. <laughs> Detroit is broke, uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, <laughs> Detroit is broke. I'm reading through news stories that all I saw was, Detroit is broke. So I don't really. Else do? Yeah, I don't really need to. I don't really need to digress, and uh, I'm gonna am gonna play some music here as I zip through a couple of other other things. So Kings gonna stick with us till the end here. I uh, I, I apologize if uh, some of this comes in loud. Like I said, so so be prepared as a second. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna turn it down though. As I play some music. All right, uh,
1: let me just say, I don't know which is sadder the fact that James Gandolfini passed away, or the fact that the last thing I'll ever see him in was in that atrocious, incredible Burt Wonderstone. Oh,
0: God. No, but no, no, we'll get to Gandolfini in a second, and no, that won't be. So
1: here we go. Woman. Uh, 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 Donkey Kong 64. Yes, yes, I love it.
0: Yeah, sorry, I just need to play a few seconds of Donkey Kong. Now we already knew how important sleep was. Well, more research shows that if you get seven or eight hours of sleep nightly, you will not only function more, more, function better. It will harm your ability to. It will harm your ability to do everything. Your memory will suffer, and you will die earlier. So, so sleep more. Be lazy. See another reason to do hippie activities. If you do hippie activities, you sleep more. No. I haven't got 8 hours of sleep in a long long time and you probably should. You probably should. Okay, I'm just I'm stalling cuz I don't want to talk about this cuz it it really makes me it actually makes me sad. Um so I'm going to end off the sh- show not necessarily on a sad note, but let's get the sadness over with first and then we're going to talk about some good stuff about him. Uh as everybody can probably probably knows by this point, James Gandolfini, who not only not only is an actor in my, probably my number one, in my top three of favorite television shows, I I haven't, I haven't said exactly what my top five, five to ten television shows are in the world, I've given a a rough list of what's in there, if people listen to the show, you probably know generally what shows are in there, but that'll be an official video, or something I'll do later, where I do a top, top list of that, but Sopranos, could be my favorite television show of all time. I always love movies like The Godfather. I don't celebrate these people as good people on the show, the characters as good people, and always go, oh, yeah, they're great people. But I enjoy watching mob movies. I always have since I was a kid. Carlitos Way, uh, Scarface, Goodfellas. Uh, I mean, I think post-Goodfellas, the movies are hit or miss. You know, mafia movies, that kind of become a joke or become you know whatever i think once the sopranos happened it's been tough to do anything serious since then because they did it so well they took what all the people did in the previous, in the past and really created one, one of my great te- greatest television shows at all but beyond that he's got a name like gandalf and he's got a name like ganon from legend of zelda so immediately when i heard his name i loved him before i ever saw him <laughs> in anything just having ganon and gandalf from Lord of the Rings in Hobbit, in his name, made him an awesome fucking guy. Yeah, your, your family did something right on the whole scale. I don't know if that's really his name. I could look into the whole, you know, like on IMDb, into his facts, if that's a stage name. If it's a stage name, even cooler that you pick that stage name for yourself. Coolest stage name I've ever heard in my life. Like one of those names, I hear, I hear it, I'm like, fuck yeah, that's an awesome name. Oh, no, his name is, his, he was... Ga- James J Gandolfini Jr. So that's his actual name, and he was born. I believe he was born in uh, New Jersey. So, yeah. Or and he died. In, yeah, and he died in Rome of a of a heart attack. And I don't want to get too much into the details, which really bother me. The details of death, and you're getting into all that. Partially because I'm scared, because he's young. He's 51 years old, and I'm not. You know, I'm not a spring. I'm not old, but I'm you know. Closer to 51 than I am to 20 or something like that, whatever it is. You know, like it, so it, it, scare, it scares me. And I know he wasn't the healthiest guy in the world, but whatever. But what I want to talk about is more my reaction to it. I'm probably more affected by this celebrity death. Usually when a celebrity dies, I kind of just throw it off. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, like I feel bad, you know, it's, it sucks, it sucks. You know, I didn't know the person. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't know James Gandolfini, you know, I, but. Occasionally, someone's art means so much to me that, and I hope for more from them in the future in some ways, that it really affects me. I would say, I've heard a couple people say that it's the closest thing since Michael Jackson, but Michael Jackson didn't affect me as much as this, partially because his, not that I don't believe that Michael could have done something great and that this is it, tour would have been awesome, I would have gone, but like, his greatest work, I hate to say it, was probably in his past. We probably saw Mike Michael's greatest work. A lot of people could say, "Oh, you saw Gandolfini in The Sopranos." I really believe something great was coming from him, something really, well,
1: really great that he was, he was. Well, there is this one last movie called Animal Rescue, which yep. is which was written by Dennis Lehane, the guy who wrote uh, Mystic River, Gone yep. Baby Gone, and Shutter Island. So you know we might finally see his great work yeah, in this he, film.
0: He's there's there's two there's uh three things that he's going to be in that are he's in one episode of a TV series called Criminal Justice that's completed and he's in some movie called Untitled Nicole Hoffman project that's that's uh that's completed and Animal Rescue is in uh is in as in post production and uh completed. So yeah, I I hope so as well. I, I do say I like that he went away from the mafia persona or the tough guy uh after the Sopranos, but I felt like his great performance would have been playing some other mafioso in a big movie or something like playing like a, them doing a real al Capone movie and him playing Al Capone or something. It could have been a real like I hate to say it, but he was so good at playing those type of characters from from all this I mean, we're going to go through it here in a second, but I I, I do want to talk about Again, people's reactions. Everybody has different sort of reactions. Uh, some people seem pissed off that other people are upset that stars are dead. Like, oh, you didn't know the people. What, what do you, who, why do you care that they're dead? But some of those people were affected when Kurt Cobain died or when a musician died. But because they're an actor, you know, it doesn't matter. It, everybody has different effects. No... I'm not personally affected by this. It does does not personally affect me, but it does emotionally affect me. I was emotionally affected when fucking Larry Bird retired because he meant so much to my childhood as a fan of watching basketball. There's so many people. I, and I would say personally, this has been the biggest celebrity death for me since Eddie Murphy's career. No, this has been the biggest <laughs> celebrity death for me since, since Shannon Hoon from Blind Melon. Because of how much I was into Blind Melon at the time that he passed, and and this is a personal stake, I a, a friend of mine gave me an access to a HBO Go account in May, uh, for my birthday. Thank you, thank you, Joe Dreads, and and I caught up with watching Game of Thrones like in two weeks. And and so I was integrating with Game of Thrones. So then I'm like, what do I do now? Oh, I'm gonna rewatch The Sopranos. About a week ago, I started my rewatch of The Sopranos, and I'm in season three. And I'm mid watching Sopranos when when we when we find out about what happened. So it was it was a little bit like right direct of being of watching it. And The Sopranos, writing not for the series, the character piece of it, you really do feel like you got to know those characters in a way. And I know. Gandolfini was nothing like Tony Soprano, but you saw Gandolfini in him. It's what made Tony likable. What made Tony likable wasn't the shit he did, wasn't the things he said. It was that inside you saw Gandolfini. You saw the humanity. And and I really do. I'm not and I was talking about this 2 day, 2 days before he died. So this isn't something like that I that I'm just making up to talk about the dead person. Like, I've always been a huge fan of Gandolfini's. And we can go through his movies. I didn't realize he was in The Last Boy Scout. But the first movie, obviously, that all, most people remember him from was True Romance. Amazing and True Romance. Amazing character yep. as Virgil. Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> was that the Hulk Hogan movie, Mr. Wonderful? Was he in the Hulk Hogan movie? As I No, we- no,
1: the the incredible Burt Wonderstone.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I'm, that- I'm, go- I'm going back to 1993. I'm, I'm talking. Oh. I'm going. I'm going through his his filmography right now. Mr. Wonderful is a movie that came out '93, and no, it is not the uh, the Hulk Hogan movie, Mr. Wonderful. Uh, Terminal Vel- Velocity was another huge movie of his that he was that he was really awesome in. Uh, he was in a twi- get shorty, get shorty, get shorty, and all those movies led up to. He was an eight millimeter, a really shitty movie, but he had a, a very memorable part as like a porn guy. Uh, the Mexican, great in the Mexican uh surviving christmas a surprisingly good movie
1: so whoa 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 i hated that film.
0: his performance i found him very was that the movie with him and ben affleck
1: yeah okay i had to stop 30 minutes into watching that film because i just couldn't find it funny whatsoever
0: king i have to uh disconnect and call you right back okay uh we were, we were starting to get a little static from uh from King for a second. Let me hang up on him and give him a call right back. See, basically, I need to hang up on him because because I need to hang up on him because he dislikes because he dislikes surviving christmas your Your uh, microphone was starting to do the mechanical thing for a second.
1: Oh, is it okay now? Yeah, it's perfect now. All uh, right cool
0: um uh no i didn't I didn't say it was a good movie. I said I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it in the way I enjoy. I might have said it was a good movie if we rewind time, but I meant I enjoyed it in the same way I enjoyed the Arnold Schwarzenegger Sinbad movie. We're, we're, jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. I, I enjoyed it. it. I didn't think it was a good movie in the way that I would argue with people that the Santa Claus, the first Santa Claus movie with Tim Allen is a great movie. That is a great movie. It is. It's a great, great. It, it's perfect. You know, it's like the perfect Christmas movie. But no, I didn't say it was, I just enjoy, what I meant to say was I enjoy James Gandolfini and I enjoy like, the shit that he gives Ben Affleck in that movie and, and I find him entertaining in his small. And then probably in a lot of ways his best movie role, Welcome to the Rileys. He was really awesome in Welcome to the Riley's. Killing Him Softly, Zero Dark Thirty, he was in for a second. And un- how about where the
1: wild things are is Carol. Yep.
0: And I think it's something that he probably would have done a lot more of in the future of his career. He would have gotten a lot more into voice acting, and unfortunately, as King Baby Duck said, his last cinematic movie that came out was the incredible Bert Wonderstone. I, I just I think Gandolfini would have been one of those actors that would have eventually in some medium come back to television and would have done another great television program, whatever it would have been. And maybe it would have been as a cop and not not an enemy. But I just feel like he would have realized in the same way that Oh, God, I'm blanking on his name. Ron Perlman might have started off in television, went into movies here and there and does great starring roles here and there, like in a movie like Hellboy or occasionally, you know, I look forward to seeing him in Pacific Rim. I look forward to seeing Ron Perlman, a lot of different things. But when he's truly great in my mind, I know my friend an, um, a friend of mine named Stephanie would argue with me and loves all Ron Perlman's movies in that Bruce Campbell sort of way. But but Ron Perlman's a great television actor. He's a great television actor, and I would say similar things about James Gandolfini. He is a really great, really good movie character actor, and I feel like he could have transitioned into a great movie actor. But he was great on television. He, his Tony Soprano, would, you know, one of the greatest television characters ever. And unfortunately, I'm going to I'm going to end it on talking about Tony Soprano cuz I could talk about this for hours, but I feel like I don't want to talk about anything else other than that. And to end things off, I am going to for my la- for oh, for my last call, I guess, I am going to play a 5-minute little clip of some highlights of the best of the Soprano moments. So, so uh, I'd like to thank you very much, King Baby Duck, for being on the show this week. Check thank out you. check out B3Crew.com to check that out. And Ovid. And uh, check out the Land of Ash as well and check out King Baby Duck's articles. You can find links to him on his website, but you can also make sure you check out EGM now backslash electric sisterhood to check out all the articles from Evan and the rest of the Land of Ash crew. And uh, please check out my friend Down Studios, Issues Program on Facebook, uh, the Issues Guy, I Got Issues Man on, on uh, Twitter, uh, King underscore baby underscore duck on Twitter issues I don't know if I forgot to check out my friend's band silver beast and uh, make sure you tune into the B three cruise website on Tuesday to check out the new uh, the new podcast, which will all be about more E three stuff and getting into more detail about the conferences and what went on. So King, thank you very much for tuning in, for tuning in, for being on this week and tuning in. And listen, I know I talk a lot, so it's a lot of tuning in. So, but thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on and making You're the welcome, show, making the show even better with your presence. And thank you. uh, and I will talk to you soon. Uh, that doesn't mean you have to disconnect because I'm gonna to talk to you for a second after the show, or you can listen to the Sopranos thing. Anyways, good night, goodbye, everybody. Here's a little Tony Soprano. Feel good about it. He was an awesome dude. Let's enjoy his fucking amazingness.
2: Right? My money's broken, the bone's coming through. I'll give you a fucking bone, you prick! Where's my fucking money? So you had coffee. Go ahead. Ah! Go! Where's the fucking money? <laughs> <Where's> the- <laughs> I, <get> the money. <laughs> I know you'll get the fucking money. But you know what? you should get a clock in your fucking house cause you tell people nothing to the people that used to run the <laughs> you and my buddy. I'm just like, listening to, to this follow-up. and it still she sounds funny. Yeah, it's amazing. Hello? Hello? Uh, he is uh oh. Yeah. What the hell are
0: you
1: doing? place is an hour
2: from my office an hour what are you a woman get a bladder transparent my mother lives here <laughs> how you doing mike how you doing oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah. 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 <laughs> look your suit's wrinkled here let me fix it up for you
0: see the best <laughs> part and i'm gonna play play a little bit more of this the best part is in king just said that it's it's his voice is enough you know just listening just listening to just listening to uh Gandolfini give that the Tony voice it just makes me happy it just makes me happy here makes me happy so thank you everybody issues leave you out on a little bit more Sopranos we're just gonna trail it out and then we will you'll hear us giggling and we'll say goodbye at the end of the video so here you go guys enjoy so, and if you want to if you want to see this video I mean I think the audio is good enough but if you want to see this video you can see that it's called Tony Soprano compilation part one and uh and most people that know The Sopranos will know what these are. And I'll, I'll say a couple of visuals of what's, what's happening. But most of the time, it's just Tony beating the shit out of somebody.
2: <laughs> what are you screaming about? Free alterations.
0: Right now, he's sta- oh, using a staple gun on some guy's chest.
2: This is overdue. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Who the fuck do you think you are coming in here talking to me like this? Why don't you get the fuck out of here? Come on. Get the fuck out. Go. Oh, oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the other thing. I love uh I love the music selection on Sopranos. In their circle.
2: Twisted fucking bitch. This is him doing that's what my mother we talking about, not some fuck up in attica, stab you in the shower. Look at this baby. <laughs> no, that
0: was him doing to his therapist what he wa- what everybody wants to. I think
2: that's another part of The Sopranos that's underrated. It's it's getting to. We're s- finished, and you're lucky if I don't break your fucking face <laughs> in fifty thousand pieces. Your mom's had a stroke. Stroke.
0: This is one of the most famous right. scenes from season one when he smiles and he's happy. and Now he goes to try to suffocate
2: his I mother. Sir, please. The only son. your middle child. Look, she can't answer you. Her speed center's been affected. Yeah, my ass. <laughs> hey. What's it about? George Clooney, don't get in the fucking middle of this. <laughs> and I got one more little last detail I gotta take care of. i got to live a nice, long, happy life, which is more than I can say for you. Mm-hmm. All right, that's enough. Yeah. Keep her moving, keep moving. I tried to do the right thing by you. And you try to be whacked? She doesn't understand you. She's smiling. Look at the look on her face. Look at the look on her face. She's smiling. Come on. Lost me. Come off me. Look at her face. She got a fucking on. smile on her face. All right, it's enough. Come on. Come on. Come on.
1: <laughs> uh oh, one
0: of the many car accidents that's about to happen.
2: she were here, I'd be bouncing her fucking head against the wall. You know, if that was my child- You know fuck this. You got a lot of fucking balls, you know that? <laughs> fucking goddamn fucking bitch! <laughs> Damn it, Tony! God damn it, Tony! What is this? Are you trying to get me to lose my temper? Cause I'm about to put you through that goddamn window. And in life, one must choose between boredom and suffering. Algebra? That's the most boring. Well, you're the choice is suffering. You wanna start now? <laughs> yeah, what does she know? She knows that even if God is dead, you're still gonna kiss his ass. <laughs> you finished? Because that sugarless motherfucker, it's the last fucking drink you're ever gonna have.
0: Bye-bye, Matthew Bevilopla. Oh
2: Ow, ow, ow. Ow. Get the fuck back in your fucking hole! Now! Nah. What'd you do with him? This is awesome. We buried him. <laughs> on a hill. Oh. Overlooking a little river. <laughs> with pine cones all around. You did? Come on, Janice, what the fuck? What do you care what we did with him? <laughs> Oh Tony Is that okay Tony? Did I sit?
0: Poor big pussy Spoiler big pussy's a rat
2: (laughs) I want the fuck (laughs) (laughs) Goddamn fucking bitch Hey you direct your anger where it belongs Where is he? Inside Go get him you stupid motherfucker How fucking dare you
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, kick Ralphie's ass. He's going he's gonna to set up Neo and mess him up in the Matrix. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, that was a little five-minute clip of some of the highlights of James Gandolfini <laughs> on, uh, on The Sopranos. A lot of ass-kicking. You can see it. I highly suggest anybody that has not seen The Sopranos to go and watch the whole series. It is high violence and a lot of adult themes and all that sort of stuff. But if you can get past that, is some of the best acting by specifically Gandolfini and Edie Falco that you'll ever see on a television show. And some great characterization in some of the other minor characters as well. So, everybody, this has been this week's Issues Program. I thank you guys for tuning in. For myself and King Baby Duck, check you next time. See you next week. We all have some issues. And what better way to end the show than this? Join
2: in two. DK. He's the leader of the bunch. Oh, 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 oh. You know him well. He's finally back to kick some tail. His broken yeah. gun can find <laughs> him. he shoots ya. it's gonna hurt. He's bigger, faster, and stronger too. He's the first member of the...